0: This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative, episode 165. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1990. Life premiered on CBS on March 21st, 1990 at 8 p.m. An example of a show that apparently was studio noted to death. Max Gale and Cindy Williams play parents to three kids, an aspiring rock musician, Dweezil Zappa, a recent college graduate unsure of what to do with their life, Moon Unit Zappa, and an insecure 13-year-old, Josh Williams. Jim Stahl played the Wacky Neighbor, and Bess Meyer played Moon's BFF. We covered Max Gale on episode 74 for Barney Miller, Cindy Williams on episode 79 for Laverne and Shirley, Moon Unit Zappa on episode 132 for Fast Times, and Jim Stahl on episode 91 for Mork and Mindy. Dweezil Zappa is, of course, the son of Frank, and has spent most of his career as a musician. He released his first single at the age of 12. Dweezil has had several albums and did a lot of guest work on other songs. He's been working on a piece called What the Hell Was I Thinking Since the 90s involving dozens of guitar artists. He was a VJ on MTV and appeared in films Pretty in Pink, The Running Man, and Jack Frost. His only other regular TV series roles were on Duckman doing voice work and On the Spot. Josh Williams went on to The New Lassie. Bess Meyer went on to Parenthood, the 1990 TV series, Room for Two, The Boys Are Back, Brothers Keeper, and films Heathers, Stewart Saves His Family, and Capote. So why are two of Frank Zappa's kids on normal life? The show's original concept was to be based heavily on their real lives. Frank and his wife allowed their kids to do whatever they wanted, and they rebelled by becoming responsible for themselves. However, the idea didn't fly on TV, with execs watering down the idea until it became a generic family sitcom, 13 Episodes and Gone. Found an episode on YouTube, the theme is a generic guitar riff with home movies of the family. It is very much a generic multi-cam show. Mom misses having little kids, as their older son considers college. The kids put on a play in the living room, and Dweezil plays guitar in his room. Ironically, the originally permissive parents are overprotective. It just makes my teeth ache. Sydney premiered on CBS on March 21, 1990 at 8.30 p.m. America's sweetheart Valerie Bertinelli returns to TV as a P.I. who moves back to her hometown. Craig Bierko plays her client and possible love interest. Matthew Perry, yes, that one, plays her policeman brother. Rebecca Bush plays Valerie's BFF, while Barney Martin plays her father's old police partner who now runs a bar. A young Daniel Baldwin plays a bar skis who keeps propositioning her. Of course, we covered Bertinelli on episode 78 for One Day at a Time. We covered Barney Martin on episode 82 for The Tony Randall Show. We'll hold off on Matthew Perry as he's got a slightly higher-profile series coming. Craig Bierko studied journalism but switched to acting at Northwestern. His classmates included David Schwimmer and Stephen Colbert. He started getting TV guest roles and then came Sydney. He would go on to The Powers That Be, Pride and Joy... Madman of the People, Boston Legal with a SAG nom, Unhitched, Damages, Easy to Assemble, Leap Year, and Unreal, with films The Long Kiss Goodnight, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Cinderella Man, and Four Year Consideration. Birko also made it to Broadway in the 2000 Music Man revival with Tony and Drama Desk nominations, and Matilda the Musical. Rebecca Bush already had a long run on Jake and the Fat Man, along with a lot of guest spots prior to Sydney. She continued doing guest roles until 2000. Daniel Baldwin is a brother to Alec, William, and Stephen. He had a TV movie, a few guest spots, and the film Born on the Fourth of July prior to Sydney. He spent most of his time on the big screen since then. Nothing but Trouble, Hero, Mahalan Falls, Grey Gardens. He would return to TV on Homicide, Life on the Street, Cold Case, and Damage Control. Baldwin doesn't seem to say no to roles. He has 148 IMDb credits with no less than 17 films in some form of production right now. Clearly, CBS had high hopes for Sydney, but it was gone in only 13 episodes. Bertinelli's old castmate, Pat Harrington Jr., played a rival gumshoe in a guest spot. Found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is Finish What You Started, from her husband at the time, Eddie Van Halen, with glamour shots of the cast. Bertinelli talks a mile a minute as she tries to get Birko's character to loosen up before he gets beaten up at the bar. A bad guy is trying to intimidate him. He ends up hiding out at her apartment. Perry plays Matthew Perry, the whole thing is rather frantic. Road from Vegas Someplace better than a you A beat of stone then needs some fixing. Baghdad Cafe premiered on CBS on March thirtieth, nineteen ninety, at nine PM based on a 1987 film and starring two women at different points in their careers. Whoopi Goldberg plays Brenda, who owns a diner-slash-motel in the middle of nowhere between L.A. and Vegas. Jean Stapleton plays Jasmine, who broke up with her husband on a road trip and dragged her suitcases to the motel. Jasmine goes to work for Brenda, who also had broken up with her husband. Jasmine is neat and Brenda is a slob, so the odd couple? Scott Lawrence plays Brenda's adult son, who works for her as a cook-slash-piano player while tending to his infant daughter. Monica Calhoun plays Brenda's teenage daughter. James Gammon plays a regular at the diner who takes a shine to Jasmine, and whose nephew, Sam Whipple, takes over cook duties in the second season. Lawrence's character was written out, which left Brenda to take care of her granddaughter. Of course, we covered Gene Stapleton in episode 58 for the groundbreaking role of Edith Bunker on All in the Family and Sam Whipple in episode 107 for Open All Night. Whoopi Goldberg is one of a handful of entertainers to win the EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. She dropped out of high school and moved from New York City to L.A. where she joined a theater troupe. She then returned to New York City where she studied acting under Uta Hagen. Her one-woman show about Moms Mabley brought it to a national prominence. A second show was seen by Mike Nichols, who helped her get it to Broadway, earning Drama Desk and Theater World Awards. Steven Spielberg saw the Broadway performance, which got her the lead in The Color Purple and an Oscar nomination. Pivoting to films, Jumpin' Jack Flash, Clara's Heart, Ghost, winning an Oscar, before a detour to TV and Baghdad Cafe. She also got a recurring role on Star Trek The Next Generation as Guinan, a childhood dream after seeing Uhura on the original series. Back to films, Soap Dish, The Player, Sister Act with a Golden Globe nom, Made in America, The Lion King, Voice Work, Karina Karina, Boys on the Side, Ghosts of Mississippi, How Stella Got Her Groove Back, Girl Interrupted. She would appear in 29 theatrical films in the 90s, grossing $1.3 billion. Whoopi also became a host during this period. She had a late-night talk show and hosted the Grammys before getting the Oscar hosting gig. She would do so four times. She returned to Broadway. A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Thoroughly Modern Millie produced it, winning her Tony and Drama Desk Awards, Xanadu, and Sister Act. There was a run on a rebooted Hollywood Squares as the center square. She also exec produced it. TV voice work on Captain Planet and Foxbusters, and a recurring role on Strong Medicine, along with an eponymous sitcom that lasted a season. In the 2010s, she had a run on Glee and Instinct, appeared in The Stand and Harlem, and did voice work on The 7D, Mission Force One, and Summer Camp Island. Since 2005, she's been a co-host of ABC's daytime series The View, winning an Emmy. Whoopi just starred in biopic Till. Scott Lawrence had a run on Murphy Brown and multiple guest spots prior to Baghdad Cafe. More guest spots and the film Time Cop followed. There was more TV, Brimstone, Sunset Beach, Get Real, before a regular role on JAG. His low voice got him regular work in video games, playing Darth Vader in several of them. More TV, Rectify, Mr. Mercedes, Unbelievable, Home Before Dark, and films Avatar and Star Trek Into Darkness. Monica Calhoun appeared in the film version of Baghdad Cafe, as well as Jack the Bear, The Players Club, Love and Basketball, Everything But a Man. She also starred on Diary of a Single Mom. James Gammon worked as a cameraman at a local Orlando TV station before moving to L.A. There he got into theater, at one point appearing on Broadway in Buried Child and getting a Tony nomination. He was doing guest spots on TV by the 60s while doing films Cool Hand Luke and A Man Called Horse. Gammon had a run on the Waltons and by the 80s was doing films like Urban Cowboy, Any Which Way You Can, and Silverado. He played the basketball manager in the Major League franchise. More films, Wyatt Earp, Truman, Cold Mountain, Natural Born Killers, and there were TV runs on Middle Ages and a regular role on Nash Bridges. Gammon passed in 2010. Despite having two seasons, there's only fifteen total episodes of Baghdad Cafe, with the final two burned off the next summer. Entertainment Weekly's quote rarely has a bad sitcom been better acted. Caught the pilot on YouTube, the opening theme is a mournful ballad, which is not a great start. The set is rather impressive, with the diner and the motel with a courtyard between them, but it screams being on a soundstage. Cleavon Little guest stars as Brenda's soon to be ex husband. There is a lot of familiar character actors eating there. The whole thing is very much like a play, and the cast are ACTOLS. Worlds apart, we're building a world together. From the start, we're different, you and me. Notes that cash, that's what we sometimes sound like. Another time to sing, and heard that kind a name. Sugar and Spice premiered on CBS on March 30th, 1990 at 9.30 p.m. A blink-and-you-missed-it sitcom about black sisters in Oklahoma. Loretta Devine plays an outgoing aspiring actress in Oklahoma, and Vicki Lynn Reynolds' character is conservative and laid-back. A teenage niece lives with them, Laverne Anderson, who has a BFF, Dana Hill. Vicki Lynn's assistant at her mail-order business, Stephanie Hodge, has a trucker husband, Garrett Graham. We covered Dana Hill on episode 105 for The Two of Us, Garrett Graham on episode 95 for Stockard, Channing, and Just Friends, and we'll cover Stephanie Hodge when we get to her better-known series. Loretta Devine spent her earlier years on Broadway, including a long run in Dreamgirls. Films include Little Nikita, Stanley and Iris, Waiting to Exhale, What Women Want, Urban Legend, I Am Sam, Crash. She was a regular or recurred on... A Different World, Rock, The PJs, Voice Work, Boston Public as Marla, Wild Card, Eli Stone, State of Georgia, Grey's Anatomy, Winning an Emmy, The Client List, The Doc Files, Being Mary Jane, The Carmichael Show, Doc McStuffins, Voice Work, The Loud House, Voice Work, Days of Our Lives Beyond Salem, Pea Valley, and Family Reunion. Vicky Lynn Reynolds appeared in films The Fabulous Baker Boys, The War of the Roses, Friday, and Primary Colors. Sugar and Spice was likely the victim of a self-inflicted wound by the network, pushing the pilot into mid-series. Execs do this a lot, saying the pilot isn't the strongest episode. Well, duh! Pilots are designed to establish the characters, the setting, and maybe overall motivations, with the plot line taking a back seat. But without it, viewers are left confused. Who is this person? What's going on? And confused viewers move on to something else. The pilot finally aired as episode 5, with the show closing shop after episode 7. Found an episode on YouTube, a postage stamp sized video by the way. The opening theme is generic R&B, the script is terrible, and the cast doesn't do it any favors. The sisters go through the attic, find memories, and wind up in jail. At more than one point, you can announce a standard sitcom joke coming in on runway 3. The whole thing is a parody of a black sitcom. Down Home premiered on NBC on April 12, 1990 at 10.30 p.m. Yet another show about a big city woman returning to their hometown. Judith Ivey plays an exec who returns to her Texas town to visit, then ends up staying there to help... Save her father's bait and tackle business. Dakin Matthews plays her dad with Eric Allen Kramer as her brother. Ray Baker played her ex boyfriend whose company wants to replace the shop with condos. Timothy Scott played a townsperson and Getty Wantanabe the cook at the cafe. We covered Judith Ivy on episode one hundred and thirty nine for Designing Women and Getty Wantanabe on episode one hundred and forty for Gung Ho. Dakin Matthews originally studied to be a priest, but he switched to drama and Juilliard, where he taught Kevin Kline and Patti Lepone, among others. He got on the stage in San Francisco, then moved back to L.A. for TV work. Fresno, My Two Dads, Dr. Doctor, Drexel's Class, Cutters, L.A. Law, The Office, the 1995 show with Valerie Harper— The Jeff Foxworthy Show, Soul Man, The Practice, Jack and Bobby, Gilmore Girls, The King of Queens, General Hospital, Desperate Housewives, a ton of guest spots, and is currently on The Gilded Age. Films include Funny Farm, The Fabulous Baker Boys, Stewart Saves His Family, The 2010 True Grit, Lincoln, and Bridge of Spies. Matthews also made it to Broadway in QED, Macbeth, Waitress, and To Kill a Mockingbird. Eric Allen Kramer's father was a Canadian football player, and Eric went on to a career in fight choreography. He played Thor in the TV movie The Incredible Hulk Returns, the Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno version. He replaced Miles O'Keefe in the faux Conan Ator film series. Other films, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and True Romance. Post-Down Home, he went on to runs on Bob, The Hughleys, Hollywood Residential, Good Luck Charlie, Mike and Molly, Guidance, Lodge 49, and a ton of guest spots. Ray Baker did some guest TV roles then began a run on Broadway, Crimes of the Heart, Torch Song Trilogy, I'm Not Rappaport. He made it onto films Silkwood, Silverado, Rain Man, Total Recall, Ed Wood, Speechless, Girl Interrupted, What Lies Beneath, Coach Carter, and TV's Heartbeat, Great Scott, and Sybil. He was married to Home Improvement's Patricia Richardson for over a decade. Timothy Scott was all over TV in the 60s and 70s, mostly in guest spots. He also appeared in films In the Heat of the Night, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Vanishing Point, Macon County Line, The Electric Horseman, Footloose. There were a few TV runs, Wildside, Lonesome Dove and later TV movies, Ned Blessing, The Story of My Life and My Times. Scott passed in 1995 at age 57. Down Home was co produced by Ted Danson, whose star power from Cheers likely got this show greenlit. A short first season of six episodes was followed by 13 more before cancellation. I could only find a one minute clip from the show online, which appeared to be a dream sequence. More of 1990 sitcoms in our next episode. AnnouncerBot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe by your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Follow us on Twitter at sfppn. Check out Instagram at SF Pod Network. Call us at 614 3219737. That's 614 3219 SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.